here's a message from Ken Lavica. There were a lot of losers this weekend in the NFL. Who should feel worst? That's right. We're putting a positive spin on your Monday. Christian Cat hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. What are we going to do now that the darlings of the NFL have been eliminated? How are we going to go on? How can we have an NFL postseason any longer without the Buffalo Bills? What do we do? What do we do? America, we're in a crisis. Everybody's favorite quarterback alien, Josh Allen, eliminated after no showing yesterday. How can we possibly go on? I mean, that is what the Bills pulled. And I'm sorry, no excuses. I don't care what they've been through this season. What the Bills pulled yesterday was one of the more shocking no-shows that I've seen in NFL playoff history. Ken LeVick alive on a Monday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the mostly sunny and sparkly intracoastal. Christian Cat, the audible assassin, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights. He is filling his constitutional duty at jury duty today in Martin County. And uh, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, in, in his normal Monday spot. And this is super fun, too, because we are starting a run here of once a month. Our man, our guy, who has been uh, as much a partner uh, as he is really a teammate here at ESPN 106.3. He's been around us so long. Uh, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Dr. Goldhaber with us here. Select Mondays throughout the course of the spring and into the summer and into the fall. But again, if you have any sort of nose issue, ear issue, throat issue, the man is an institution in this area. If you snore a lot or know someone who does, don't just live like that. There's a solution for it. Dr. Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber with us. The whole opening hour of this show here on Ken LaVica Live. Speaking of no shows in the playoffs. Dr. Goldhaber is a Giants fan. Welcome, Dr. Goldhaber. Thanks. Where's Evan? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Who is this Evan you speak of? Where's that? Oh, Ken. Hey, Ken. What are you doing here? Hey, whoa. It's weird. It's no, weird. I'm just kidding. I'm really happy to be here, and this should be a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's kick it into gear. All right. Let's dig in here. So, uh, you've got the Jags, you've got the Giants, you got the Bills, you got the Cowboys, Okay. And uh, those are the four teams that lost in the divisional round this weekend. And I will we'll fawn over certain players and certain teams at some point today. But the, the, the scope and the variance in which these different teams lost was fascinating when I was thinking about it over the weekend. Now, uh, as the play-by-play voice of FAU basketball, nationally ranked, by the way, I've been on planes and in hotels and catching things piecemeal here and there. And... Uh, so Saturday night when FAU is in El Paso playing UTEP and I look at halftime and it's 28, nothing Eagles mm. like, wow. Cause I had last week, Dr. Goldhaber said, I am into the giants. I think the giants can hang in there. 
just because they're so well coached, because I believe in this new Daniel Jones and the style of play that could give the Eagles some issues. And I think third time around, it's tough to beat a team three times in an NFL season like the Eagles were trying to do. 28 nothing absolutely surprised me. That was that was shock number one of, of the postseason for me. But then yesterday happened, okay? And I know that it's easy to make fun of the Cowboys, and we'll get to them in full. It's easy to make fun of Dak Prescott and easy to make fun of kickers and Jerry Jones making his kicker nervous in pregame warm-ups after misses. But what the Bills did yesterday, that was non-competitive. That was, for a Super Bowl favorite, that was non-competitive yesterday. And it's not just that they lost to a good Bengals team. It's that in that second half, they were done. They did not look like a team that had any answers. They weren't a team that had any sort of path to figuring it out. I mean, Dr. Goldhaber, you've got Stephon Diggs. And and this narrative we've been fed, Diggs, Josh Allen, best of friends. The sideline reporters love to talk about it. ESPN loves to show features about it. And you've got Stephon Diggs yelling at Josh Allen on the sideline. Everything fully crumbled. But I don't know if I should be that surprised considering the last two months, the Bills haven't looked like the Bills. What we thought the Bills were going to be. DeMar Hamlin aside, like the Bills, what they did the final, uh, the final six weeks of the season into the playoffs... I think it's time to start maybe asking the, the question. Maybe they they just don't have it. Yeah, I, I think they might be a little bit overrated, but we can't also forget how good Cincinnati is. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the, the really the, should be the lead story, right? Like, newsflash, the Bengals are good. They're yeah. so good. They're good. And I'll tell you, uh, Joe Cool, he's, he's, you know, back in my day, Joe Montana was uh-huh. Joe Cool, but Joe, Joe Burrow's the man. I mean, man, oh, man, is he good. He's the, the thing with Joe Burrow is I feel like now there's not only a gap, Theo, between Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. It's starting to feel a little bit canyony at this point. It's, I, uh, at what point do you acknowledge that Joe Burrow is just flat out a good amount better than Josh Allen? To, to have what happened last year in the playoffs happen where Joe Burrow stood in front of Patrick Mahomes in the heat of fire and outplayed him, in the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl, and then this year to go at Buffalo and and pumpkin Josh Allen in front of his own crowd with all of the emotional support and all the stuff that was going on in Buffalo, like, it's crazy. Joe Burrow has definitely passed up Josh Allen, and now as a Patrick Mahomes and Chiefs fan, I'm a little bit nervous about this weekend. Get this, Goldhaber. So uh, this guy, Theo Dorsey, for years and years and years was a Carolina Panthers fan, okay? Yeah. And so last offseason was his breaking point. He couldn't stand Matt Rule. He didn't yeah. like the moves that the team was making. Dave so Tepper we, sucks. Yeah, Dave Tepper is just an abomination yeah. as, uh, as an NFL owner. And so what we did, you know how they have the hat ceremonies for high school football players to choose what school they're going to go to? Uh, we did that with Theo, but with a new NFL team. So in a stunning turn of events, this guy went full front runner and picked the Kansas City Chiefs because he lived a portion of his life in Kansas. Was born and the Chiefs in Kansas, don't even the, the Chiefs don't even okay. play in Kansas. I'll give you yeah, that's, I was born that, in Kansas. that's true. But let me ask you a question. I mean, I know I don't want to veer too off, but yeah. why does why why do you hate Dave Tepper so much? Oh, Dave Tepper made so many terrible decisions since he took over the Panthers. And not to say he's not a better owner than the guy before who was obviously like sexist, misogynist, and also racist. You, you, named, yeah. the, you named the ist. Yeah. He checked all the boxes. Yes, he was a very ist guy. But Dave Tepper, as a football guy, as, as a guy that's supposed to be leading the franchise to make good decisions, when you're hiring a guy in Matt Rule, who's the Baylor head coach, who couldn't <laughs> win the Big 12, who's a defensive-minded guy, 
who also, also on top of all of that, was hired because, oh, he reminds me a little bit like myself. He he dresses kind of rugged, and he doesn't carry himself Blue well. Blue color. That's the kind of guy I want to lead my football team. When those are the decisions you're making, when you're bringing in Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield, everybody's trash to try to turn them into our treasure. I, I couldn't take it anymore. I, yeah, I, I, I kind of get that, but I see it to me, a guy like, like Tepper, my issue with with leaving it, leaving a guy like that and to bring it back into something yeah, like yeah, basketball. Yeah. But you know, it's as as the new, super New York fan that I am. Uh-huh. You know, it's the whole James Dolan argument. Yeah. Now you know it's it's pretty popular to you know say oh you know they'll never win the Knicks because of Dolan. But I'm I'm sort of the other way. I'm not a fan of Dolan, but I I answer that criticism by the guy has done everything you want him to do. He Spend spends money. money. Yeah. He he hires the guy now. We all know what involved. what's that? He gets too involved in, well, and, in and that, okay, okay, and that's and that's that's how I feel you got to state it. He's too involved, right? Yeah. So you like I say with Dolan, when they hired Phil Jackson, if we could pull up tape, everybody, and I'm going to say I celebrated it. Now sure we would have wanted him to coach the team. Yeah, but it was universally but it was, celebrated. It was universally yeah. Yeah. celebrated Canadio. It was Oh my God! So what I'm saying is a guy like Tepper and a guy like Dolan, they won't hold back. To me, the worst owner would be like, I don't want to spend money. I don't want to do that. A penny if you want, yes. Yeah. If you want to say I can't stand him because the decisions are horrible, okay. Yeah. I, I like I said, I won't leave the Knicks because the decisions are horrible. I just want him to hire the right guys to make right. good decisions. Well, it's funny you guys mentioned that. Whether it's Tepper, whether it's it's Dolan, I feel the same way about Stephen Ross. And the reason <laughs> the Dolphins don't have a first round pick this year is because Stephen Ross decided to uh, to to get all uh, texty with Tom Brady, and that was a terrible terrible decision and I, I'm extremely upset with him but Stephen Ross also goes for it and part of that I can appreciate yeah, right yeah. and so you've got the the this Buffalo Bills team that has in the same respect they have gone for it and their franchise quarterback has panned out and they added a number one elite receiver and we keep we we keep being fed and maybe it's the the national sports media fault but the bills are coming the bills are coming here come the Bills. And the last couple of weeks, and again, it was great to see DeMar Hamlin at the stadium yesterday and see him in the locker room. But at some point, it becomes overload. And Christian mentioned it last week. There's some Bills fatigue starting to set in. And when you have Bills fatigue starting to set in, the team can't face plant. And what did the Bills do yesterday? They face planted. And that offensive line was atrocious. And that defensive line with three starters out along the O-line for the Bengals got zero pressure. That was a a terrible performance from the Bills. And I I don't want to brag, Dr. Goldhaber, but but I'd like to go back to two weeks ago at this time. And we were talking about the biggest question marks in the NFL playoffs. And you're going to be real, real proud of me, Dr. Goldhaber, for as long as we've known one another. I am truly an NFL oracle because here's what I had to say about Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. There are a lot of people that want to see the Bills succeed. The Bills have been and are darlings of the NFL in the NFL playoffs. And Josh Allen has been the face of that. He's been the epicenter of that. But if he loses again before getting to a Super Bowl, we have to start having that conversation about if Josh Allen's actually capable of doing this. If Josh Allen can actually win 
a ring. He has been this up-and-coming, vastly improved unicorn of a quarterback, and what a great story. And, man, he's reckless, and he lowers his shoulder, and he's a tank that throws the ball 80 yards in the air. But all of that cutesy stuff, stuff aside, if he comes short of the Super Bowl again this year, then, for me, this, will he ever do it? Is he capable of doing it? Is he that guy? You can unequivocally without hesitation, start having that conversation. For me, Josh Allen, more than any player, more than any coach, more than any team in this NFL postseason, has the most to prove. Ooh. Boy. Kind of feels like I nailed that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, like Karnak. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like, uh, by the way, that's the first time Johnny Carson has ever been referenced here on Ken Levick Alive. History mm. from Dr. Goldhaver here showing today. My, showing my age. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, so, so I think that question that, can he actually do this? I'd propose, Dr. Goldhaber, that today, what is the date today? January 23rd, 2023. I'm ready to propose the question. Can Josh Allen actually do this? I don't know. I think so. I, I'm I'm not ready to give up on him. I don't know what you think, Theo. I, I well you know, I well listen, no, it's, it's, I think it's reasonable to bring up the, the talk, but I mean he's still a reasonably young guy. He's still on a good team. You know, we've seen teams that have to go through this kind of proving themselves yeah. and heartbreak and uh, it's going to be their time. Did I think it, it's such a story because of the Hamlin and what happened. And it was the feel good thing to feel that if they can get there and do this, it just, it just, it, you put a bow on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, can I say this at least Go ahead. for Josh Allen? It's, it's starting to get late and I know he's still young and I know that he is going to be a great quarterback for the entirety of his career. Like, where's but the improvement from the silly interceptions? And here's the, the problem, fumbles. too. He led the league in turnovers this year, right? After that AFC Championship game 2021, when Stephon Diggs was staring out and mm -hmm. watching as the Chiefs celebrated and went on to the Super Into Bowl. the fast red nothingness. That's when it started, when everybody was like, the Bills are next. Look at Diggs watching the Chiefs celebrate. He's going to use that to power him next year. And they did. And then 13 seconds happened. And the Bills lose again. And then this year the Bills lose. But the worst part about it, if you're a Bills fan, is there's a new darling in town with the Bengals because they proved yeah. it again. People like yeah. Joe Burrow. The Bengals have somehow hurdled the Bills. The Bengals. And last year you could say, all right, well, maybe that was a, you know, the, the Bengals just got super hot like at the right time. Yeah. Right. But now there's no denying. They're serious. It. And let's not forget, too. And I know it was a small sample size on that Monday night before the DeMar Hamlin tragedy happened. But the Bills were being steamrolled in that they game, too. They were about to too, get boat raced. At that point. They, like, were, they about were about to, no, to I get remember. boat raced. And so, for me, like, Josh Allen, it, it can't be a conversation about, oh, well, they need to put the pieces around him. They have the pieces around him. Yeah. Like, that's indisputable. Like, maybe they could use another body in the receiving core, but... I mean, how many teams would kill for Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis well, the in the same receiving core? They can't now. The reason why I said it's getting late is, guess what kicks in next year? Uh -huh. The Josh 40, Allen contract. Yeah, yeah $40 million next yeah. So, But guess whose contract doesn't kick in next year? The Chargers. The Jaguars. The Chiefs already have their guy under contract, and he's proven it. Those are the teams you have to contend with, plus the Bengals, who are, again, a year ahead, or I guess technically behind when it comes to the contract year. So... And they already have a better supporting cast offensively, it feels like. like That's the reason why Bills fans should feel bad yeah. today. It's not just that you couldn't get over the hump this year. It's like, well, now, how are you going to improve the roster well, next so, year? So, so that being said, what's the next thing down the path? If they've got the personnel, we all agree that mm -hmm. the talent, 
Yeah. What's that? So maybe it's the coaching. Maybe it's the offensive scheme. Oof. Maybe I, Leslie I'm, Frazier. I've been hearing some de- defensive coordinator talk where they don't feel like he's been. I don't know. Yeah. So Leslie Frazier, what, what you can go to there is, oh, well, the back end of the Bills secondary has been hurt since week two yeah. of the season. That said, this is a Bills team that that it was number one, the number one defense last year when they lost in Kansas City, right? This year, you mean to tell me you don't have the type of depth that can uh, it can overcome those losses on the back end of the defense? You're the Bills. You're the mighty Bills. And I would argue Ken Dorsey in that offense was a bigger issue at times this year with inconsistency yeah. and turnovers than what the, the defense was or wasn't doing back there. I just, if you look at the Jaguars, who, yes, they allowed a Chad Henney 80-yard touchdown drive. Eesh, not good. They could have won that game in I Kansas City. I think it was a 95-yard drive. Oh, it was 95. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. It was a 95-yard touchdown didn't drive. didn't throw the ball much. It was like yeah. 20 yards he was, for him. But he yeah, was physically he was on there. the field, and that <laughs> happened. Uh, the, the Giants, who were the only team to get blown out, like blown out, blown out this weekend. The Bills, who just no-showed, and the, the Cowboys, who did their typical Cowboys playoff exit, and it was hilarious in the final two minutes. I feel like the Bills... For a multitude of reasons, that fan base should feel the worst after this weekend. The divisional losers this weekend, Jags, Giants, Bills, Cowboys, which fan base should feel worst after this weekend? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Of the teams that lost in the NFL divisional this weekend, Jags, Giants, Bills, Cowboys, which fan base should feel worst? 888-760-3776. I don't, we didn't really specifically mention it, but, I mean, the Von Miller injury really. Huge. That was pretty killed bad. Killed them. No pressure. Yeah. Killed them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, the guy with the experience, the guy that's been there, the guy, the guy that's done that, right? Yeah. The hired mercenary. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. That 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 I, that I injury can't be I just, overstated. No, I, I Mark Hamlin's absence too. I mean, Mark Hamlin's a absence. Safety that right. played well in that role. Now they're down to their third guy there. But like, this is what we're doing. We keep making excuses for this team that was looked right. to be a superpower heading yeah. into the year. And everybody has injuries. We know that. Sure, sure, exactly. And so I just actually that's it. You bring that up, and I'm trying to decide if I'm being insensitive or not. Let me read because it's easy when you have a team that you love. And even before DeMar Hamlin, even before the roadshow that was the Bills because of the snowstorms this year, people love the Bills. People love Bills Mafia. They love the crashing through tables. They love just the the concept of the entire thing. Connor Orr at Sports Illustrated tweeted something last night that I had a visceral reaction to, and I felt extremely insensitive um, thinking this, but... I don't know. The more I the more I read it, the more let me just explain myself to you guys. Here's Connor Orr after the Bills lost to the Bengals on Twitter at Connor Orr. I know the Bills were so talented, but I'm not sure how anyone saw those guys three weeks ago before the Patriots game and thought they were ready to emotionally handle the rigors of a postseason. I just think we need to give this team a little grace. Less than a month ago, they were having interventions with mental health professionals. Josh Allen said some guys couldn't sleep at night. They dealt with the very edge of the sport's most dangerous reality. I understand that. I get that. But... The whole point of DeMar Hamlin, in my mind, being around the team, being in the locker room, was to provide the closure that, hey, this guy is here with us. This guy is an inspiration. And then the Bills go out there, and they don't show up. Like, how long are we going to use DeMar Hamlin and what happened to him as this crutch for the Bills? Because 
I thought it would go the complete other direction. What an inspiration playing for their brother. He's there in person. Do I am I insensitive, though, thinking that that's just sort of a, a, a bunch of nonsense? You could acknowledge it while also acknowledging that a lot of NFL teams are going through a lot of different things, severe injuries, head injuries, the entire thing without it derailing their season. Yeah, you know, it's uh, that's a really interesting um, tweet. Um, and I hadn't really thought about it. But but honestly, as 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 the physician of the group, I will tell you that we can't really underscore or understate what it was like for these guys to see a guy basically die on the sure. field. Yeah. I mean, like if you, I haven't thought about it since, honestly, but now that we're sort of bringing it back up, for for guys that that's just something you see on TV and to experience that, I, 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 I'm I not going to get all maudlin and say it's, it's yeah, that, that that's exactly the reason. There's there's lots of factors that play in for sure. Yeah. But, but I think it's fair to say that there's still some, underlying trauma there. And I don't think, I don't really, I'm not making it again. I'm not even a bills fan. I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to make an excuse for them, but I think if you're going to sit here and, and sort of analyze it and rip it apart and sort of try to figure it out, I think it's fair to say that some of these guys have not mentally gotten over that. Sure, sure. I mean, if you guys got to put yourselves in a position where you think like to see something like that in front of you, you don't just, you know, th- thank God he's alive and well, and seems he's going to be fine. But do you just suddenly do you do you subconsciously snap out of it? And here's here's the thing, that's a good point because some guys did maybe some guys do get up. There's a 53 man roster, so there could be some guys who still remember seeing their brother, a guy that they spent the off season with training camp. This is the second year, guys, not a rookie. So two off seasons, two training camps with who prepared through the preseason, played these regular season games, all these practices to see him die. And get brought back to life. Yes, the story has a happy ending, but it doesn't change what you saw on the field. The only drawback you would get to something like this is, well, the, the Bengals were there too. The Bengals were there, and and there's a player field. on the Bengals that that caused, yeah. uh, if if the, the prevailing yeah. theory is correct, caused the actual heart situation, the cardiac arrest to happen. Like, I, I, I totally get that. And, by the way, this is why I love Dr. Goldhaber. He just flexed on all of yeah. us. As, as, as the physician in the room, that was awesome. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> know hey, what I'm saying? If I if I went Come through on. all that schooling and was good at what I do, as you are at what you do, Doctor Goldhaber, I'd flex on that all well, the time. Well, and too. again, all, all joking aside, though, but but I I take care of people with some bad you know diagnoses and prognoses, sure. and I've you know as long as I've been in practice, I've seen you know not not horrible deaths, but I've seen, you know, people pass away. Yeah. People I've known for a long period of time. And I understand what that does to me sort of coming from where I'm coming from. Yeah. So for guys that, that, that they're not used to stuff like that. Yeah. And it's a fair point that both teams did go through that, but, but that wasn't their brother though. The Bengals just saw that's, it's like, that's right. Cause and, a lot of us have seen dead bodies and a lot of us have seen horrific things, but if you're not high, <laughs> oh, excuse me, Theo, I didn't know that you were, uh, oh, let's examine that. that. Yeah. yeah. You're oh, I guess not all of us. Theo's, Theo's oh. real, man. And I mean, oh. we've all seen dead bodies. <laughs> I mean, how many good average? Yeah. <laughs> man. Oh man. Um, now, now I, I do get that though, because I'm also the type of guy that if I see someone start to throw up in the corner, then just by seeing that, I start to feel nauseous yeah. too. Like I'm that guy. Um, but where do the excuses end with the bills? Because it was, Oh, they didn't get the ball in overtime last year. So the NFL changed the rule. 
And then, oh, the secondary's hurt. And, oh, Von Miller's hurt. And, oh, DeMar Hamlin. And, oh, they, they just need to, to, to get right. Um, and, and Ken Dorsey's going to change the, the play call in a run. When do the excuses end with the Bills? Like, at what point can we say, oh, it's an even playing field and the Bills aren't disadvantaged? But you know what team's even better at that? And I, I, it's a, maybe a good transition for us. You know what team is, leads the league in that is the Dallas Cowboys. The, yeah. Yeah. And you can't say it's not true. Yeah, that's true. Every year you hear Jerry, oh, we're heartbroken. Oh, yeah. it's that. But this. Oh, is that right? Yep. And, and you know, I'm, I'm happy to say I'm happy about that. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, they lead the league in that. And you can't say they don't. Uh, so, oh. so which fan base should feel worst after this weekend? Jags, Giants, Bills, or Cowboys? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I'm going with the Bills. Are you going with the Cowboys? With that question, Dr. Goldhaber? No, no, I'm going to go with the Bills also. I okay, think it's cool. I'm just saying is you They're forget, you, but you forget the Cowboys have been, it's that sure. same, it's like 10 years in a row. You know, right. Right. I, I mean, it just seems seemingly never ends with the Cowboys. Yeah, never. You ends. know, so, so not to sound like Stephen A. Smith, but it, it is kind of funny. It is hilarious. Well, the thing is, too, with the Cowboys, more so than the Bills, I think, like uh, some of the Bills' excuses are things out of their control. The Cowboys, they are so self-inflicted, including that was the funniest final play. I never oh, thought man. that Dak Prescott sliding to the ground with two seconds left in a divisional playoff game, that that could be matched, except it was surpassed yesterday. They beat it. With, with Zeke <laughs> is the lone person along the line stepping to Dak Prescott. FAU's Aziz Alshire destroys Zeke and then you throw to the left and it's a six-yard completion and then Ward for the 49ers absolutely destroys the Dallas receiver and that was the end of the game from the third, from, from the Cowboys' own 30-yard line yesterday. So cool. I mean, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Uh, which fan base should feel worse after this weekend? 888-760-3776. Let's start in Boynton with Ernesto on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, What's up, Ken? Thanks for taking my call. FAU Owls, go, go, go. That's right. Go, 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 go. Let's go. Anyway, uh, Theo, I'm sorry. I did. And, and uh, Doctor, yes, uh, uh, I have to. Dr. Goldhaber. Dr. Goldhaber, yes, I'm old just like you, sir. And uh, Dr. Car- and, uh, and <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can understand the Karnak <laughs> reference in terms of what I did. Because last week, last week, I kind of predicted that, you know, what was going to happen this week. And I said that a quarterback was going to get hit. And Theo, I, I extend my apologies to you. I, already, I direct messaged you yesterday. Yeah. But I'll do it on air. I apologize, sir, that it was your... Your QB, they got it, but you're okay, like you said, you're good, you're good, you're good, man, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good to go. Um, oh my God, fan base, I, I, yeah, I want to have to say, Bills, because they were they were supposed to be expected to jump over that hump. Yeah, I, I would say them because of that. Cowboys, that's an old record that's been played at. Uh-huh. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy for the ride. Hey, Jupiter Joe, don't take it so. Um, personal. Oh. Um, well, no, yeah, no, hold on, Ernie. Early, this is where, early. Ernie, you know I love you, but you're a Giants fan like Dr. Goldhaber. And I, yes, you're going to try yes. and, you're gonna try and trash we're... talk Cowboys fan Joe and Jupiter. Your team is the team that showed up least this weekend. Oh, no, you're right. You know, and, and no, no, it didn't show least. It showed what we, I said, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not one to be, you know, not to downplay my team. I, I told you what was our deficiencies. We don't have no one to throw to. 100%. Okay, and it showed up again. Again, under pressure, this guy had no one to throw to, and again, that's what happened. And that's what we, you know, I mean, it didn't help that the, the first, we kept on, we went on two first 
uh, uh, the, uh, the first downs. Yeah, we, we went on fourth down. Fourth we and went eight. on fourth down. Fourth and eight. And what, what, what we accomplished from that? Nothing. We gave them a good field position and they ran it right down the throat again. And right there again, it just put them right back on the, on the eight ball. And I don't know, after that, it just, it just compiled and compiled. And it just didn't help that he had no one to really to throw to. And then the running game was just snuffed out. I mean, it, 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 look, we were playing with house money. We were supposed to be there, okay? I am glad that we got some experience. Now, the thing is, our question is, are we going to have this guy uh, as our future quarterback? Yes. I don't know. I think so. I, you know, I... Yeah, I think so. But are we going to now? And then I saw that Barkley said that he's not going to, he's not going to open the market. He's not going to, he's not going to break the bank. Supposedly, uh, let's see. Let's see if that happens. I want to give this another try. Um, boys, it was a good weekend, a good season, <laughs> and I'm always going to downplay it, man. And now, yeah, I need, I need, I need your boy that got hurt. Uh, he's, he's, that's it. He's, he's always left that after me. He'll be I don't want the, I don't want the forty. Yeah, I don't He'll want the good. 49ers to win. So I, I need your golden. I need the golden boy to do it for me now. <laughs> I, I'm rooting for him. Uh, That's it. I'm right behind you, though. Yeah, he's a he's a pretty yeah. man. Appreciate the call, Ernie. Um, listen, I I get the house money argument with the Giants, but again, that was n- that was not competitive like, at all. That game was uh, over. Oh, sorry, so so we'll get into. I, I mean, listen. I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty much in the camp of Ernesto who who called. No, it was it was non-competitive. I I you know was texting with friends of mine from college and friends around my son in California who's you know inherited his giant fandom from me. <laughs> uh, listen, I think in my life w- watching them win Super Bowls and playoffs and stuff, it's the first time I went to bed at halftime. I was going to ask you. No, that's, I did. That's I a, did. Okay, so because I would have done the same thing, I was going to ask you when you checked out of that because why continue to to expose yourself to that that beatdown? No, it was it was. Listen, look, uh, we can we can summarize, okay? It felt very like the Minnesota game in the first two series. They let them go right down the field. They scored a touchdown. If you remember, and there's a lot happened since it, the Giants moved the ball in that first, that first drive. You know, he made some nice throws. He stepped up. It looked like, okay, if we come down the field, it's the same as last week, 7-7. We got ourselves a ball game, okay? On third down, Jones trips over. Over the left guard's foot, uh, foot. right. That, that I think he would have ran for the first down. Okay, so there's that. Now this is where it gets kind of tricky, and I've already had some arguments. With people, I had zero issue going on fourth and eight. Zero. You know why? Because that's how what got them there yeah. the whole year. That bold game. Sure. Game one against the Titans. He goes. You know, at the end of the game on fourth down, he's done it over and over and over again. And we knew that they weren't going to be that competitive in this game. So, you know what? If you're going to even have a inkling of a, of a fighter's, you know, chance, you had to go for it and try to score and match it. Okay. Yeah. Where's the D? De- how about stopping them once? I mean, once. you know, the, yeah. the, the the defense was horrific, okay? And then once they got behind after that, then they're just trying to, to play catch-up, and it was over. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't fooling myself. I know that third – I know the third quarter, fourth down, they didn't go for it I, when it was 28-7. I, I can't explain that. You know what? Because, you know what? If some way he scores that. And it's twenty eight four, and they score, and it's twenty fourteen. Well, yeah. maybe we've uh, seen we've seen bigger. I'm not saying, right, but know, at least there's no, 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 no. We're over here Please. going play by play with a no, thirty eight no, to seven no, game. No, 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 I'm not. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm I know, actually. I, know. I got a handful of things yeah. to discuss, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that 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 is it. They and I agree that this was a team that was playing with house money of house money. Yeah. I have. I we talked before the show. 
I think the Giant fans should be the happiest of mm-hmm. other than going on of all the fans. They've already won their Super Bowl I, this year. I, I love the direction. Yeah. I love Shane as the GM. Yeah. I, they didn't make any stupid moves. They didn't give away cap space. They have all this cap space coming. The things about what's going to be going forward, I, I think they should be careful. I love Saquon, the guy. He's a great player. But I don't think breaking the bank on a running back, we've seen it over and over and over There's again. There's no reason they to. They can't do it. You want to, if he comes back reasonably, Okay, and Daniel Jones, I think he's shown that he can do it, but you can't give him $45 million contract. Right. I mean, the Six priority one. for the Giants is that receiving core. I oh, mean, that's yeah, the absolute priority. But you got to continue to invest in the both lines, cornerback, yeah. right? Yeah, I, you got. I think you got to take Barkley back, though. But you don't beat the Vikings without Barkley, but, and that but, was the that was he, the Super but Bowl. But here's for the, the question: You don't overpay him. Don't overpay him. But, but he said he won't. Right. He said he won't. Right, so so, so what, what's the well? Right. So somewhere there's got to be a number that still continues to give them the flexibility. Yeah. yeah. You think the Cowboys would take back Zeke's contract? Mary Todd Gurley. Everybody forgets Todd Gurley. Yeah. I mean, we can't do this over and over. No. And and the Giants are finally positioned where they're really on an upswing with a with a guy who I think should be runaway coach of the year. All that sort of stuff. So let's do it the right way. Keep them if we can keep them, but we can't. Pay, paying a running back is so 1980s. Right. You know, you there's no reason to do can't, it. Can't do it. There just are just like you. Guys. No, Who? But I, I, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, but but that contract is ridiculous. Yeah, the contract also. is I know, way. Well, I know. I I'm just saying, but there's certain guys that do change the game for you if they're able to be a pass catcher and a runner. I still believe in certain guys getting paid. I think more so than Daniel Jones. Keeping back Barkley, you have the offensive genius and Brian Dayball who can make it work with pretty much anybody back there. We see the same thing with Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy. Keeping Saquon Barkley would be a big deal for the Giants. But, but I yeah, I think I see it the complete. I see right. the complete. Okay. Op- I'm because just saying. I, 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 I you, can, you. I'm just, you can always find someone that maybe they're not as athletically dynamic as Saquon Barkley, but they can absolutely like an Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, they, they, uh, Ruck, seventh Ruck, round. Rutgers University, yes. Right. Yes. by the way, in the house. 100%. Rutgers, What's up? Rutgers. Okay. All right, what up, yeah, my boy. What are, are you, baby? I didn't know. Okay, man. That's what's up. I Piscataway. like that. I don't, it's not are even you? that I have any ties. But are that's you? What's up. Good basketball team. Anyhow, um, <laughs> yeah, no. But I, look, we've seen guy after guy who's a third. Look at look at uh, Tony, Tony Pollard. Tony, Tony Pollard. Yep. I mean, you tell me the guy, Giants can't draft a third or fourth round guy. Look at uh, the Jets had Brees Hall before mm-hmm. he got. I mean, my point is, you don't have to. I, I love Saquon. I yeah. love who he is. I love what he represents. He's everything you want as a team leader. But man, but he's I, a running back. I I hated <laughs> I hated the pick when they PSA. when they picked because he was a first round pick and you never should take a yeah. running number back in the first over, round. Number yeah. uh, number two yeah, overall, that, not even first round. Number two overall, crazy. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, it's just insane. So I, again, I just feel like you need to reset and spend the money in those spots where where you need to spend it. Jags, Giants, Bills, Cowboys. Which fan base should feel worse after this weekend? The Jags, the Giants, the Bills, the Cowboys. Which fan base should be feeling the absolute darkest after this weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Let me tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, you need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash orthocare. 
Jacks fan base, Giants fan base, Bills fan base, Cowboys fan base. <laughs> Which fan base should feel worst after this weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We continue with your calls and social media when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. He's Dr. Neil Goldhammer, goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. That thud is the sound of the Bills season. Just that second half. I mean, there was no point where you felt like the Bills were getting back into that game. That fan base should feel terrible today. Just absolutely terrible. Because where do you go from here? Like, where do you improve other than your guys get healthy and then you figure it out? Mm. Like, you're you're locked into who you're locked into. They were the NFL favorites coming into the year. By a, an overwhelming margin. Next year, are they even the second best favorite in their own conference? I think they're third favorites next year coming in. And we got to have a conversation now about where we're putting Josh Allen in this quarterback pantheon that we love to do in Sports Talk Radio. Third. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure it's third? Are you sure it's third? Because uh, maybe we're getting closer to five. Maybe it, we're getting closer to six. It would take know. a Jalen Hurts Super Bowl win to knock him down another pick. Because I think then Jalen Hurts has to go into the top five. All I'm saying is we get so caught up in the Josh Allen, look how he rumbles down the field and he's so physical he can throw the ball 80 yards. My God. But it doesn't tell the whole story because, man, does that guy throw terrible interceptions. Yeah. He, he makes really dumb decisions yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, but in, and just in talking about, you know, what where would he rank? I mean, off the air, we were just talking about other quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson was MVP a couple oh, yeah. years ago. You, you, you can't – you know what I mean? He's, it's right. He's got to be in the in the conversation, yeah. especially if he's healthy, right? So, I don't know. You might be right. It's starts tough. to tumble down. He's going to start falling down, and then Trevor Lawrence is on the rise. Trevor yep. Lawrence is he's Just coming. He's coming. Uh, Jags, Giants, Bills, Cowboys. Which fan base should feel worst after this weekend? Those are the four divisional losers. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweet us at KLV1063. Breaking news brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Florida Atlantic Basketball has jumped three spots to number 21 in the new Woo! AP Top 25. Wow. Florida Atlantic uh, just went on a three-day, a three-game, seven-day road trip. God, I'm glad I'm back. That was long. long. Yeah. So, so uh, FAU, Doctor Goldhaber. Most of uh, the most of the teams. In fact, I would I would venture to guess that FAU is the only team in the top twenty-five that does not fly charter. They their their budget doesn't allow them to fly charter, so they fly commercial. Ooh. So that adds to the story of how incredible it is what FAU is is doing right now. So, I mean, it's it's. Uh, Nonstop. We we flew from Miami last Sunday. Flew from Miami to Nashville. You take a bus to Western Kentucky. You play Monday. Then you get on the bus. You go back to Nashville. You fly to uh, from Nashville to San Antonio. Uh, you're there Tuesday, Wednesday. Play Thursday. Then you get on a plane. You go from San Antonio to El Paso. You play Saturday night, and then you have a 5 a.m. wake up call on Sunday. You fly from El Paso to Austin. You have a two hour layover there. Then you fly back to Miami. Then you bus back to Boca Raton. That's what these guys have been through over the last seven days. They won all three games. They've won 18 in a row. They're 19 and one overall. They're undefeated in their league. It's crazy. It is crazy. No, that's, that's awesome. You know, it's funny. The, the three teams that are the teams you don't expect to be there that, that, that I'm really following FAU for sure. Mm-hmm. 
College of Charleston for people who know me why I love that because I, I have a place up there. Oh, okay. and I, I love I love the College of Charleston. Charleston's awesome. And right and, and my Rutgers Scarlet Knights, you know. Yeah. Beating Purdue as the number one team two years in a row. Yeah. The only Cra- loss on Purdue, by the way, Purdue the new number one in right, college basketball. Right, but it, right, but it's my cra- Cougars. It's cra- oh. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's it's fun to see teams that you don't necessarily expect to be there yeah. uh, do, doing well. But Rutgers, like they win a big one, then they they sort of lay a lay a hey, that's lay just Big egg. Ten basketball. That's <laughs> exactly Big Ten basketball right, right that's there. Exactly. Uh, so so again, Dr. Neil Goldhaber in until one o'clock here on ESPN 106.3. GoldhaberSinus.com. GoldhaberSinus.com. And I, I think it's important to point out. If you have snoring issues, you have consistent sinus infections, you have throat issues, you have ear issues, some people just try to, to grind through it. There's, there's no pride in that if you can get someone to help you with those problems. You don't want to live consistently blowing your nose or unable to breathe or have a constant snoring problem. Not only just affects you and your quality of sleep and quality of life, but everybody else in your home as well, especially those who share your bed with you. That's where Dr. Goldhaber comes in. He has been doing it for decades. He is the authority, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Well, Ken, how do I how do I get a hold of Dr. It's easy. Goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. Get your appointment lined up. He's going to give you a consultation, going to look at you and say, hey, Here's what maybe we can do. We can tweak you up a little bit. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Been talking NFL, Jags, Giants, Bills, Cowboys. Which fan base should feel worse after this weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to Boca. That's where we bring in Bobby. What's going on, Bobby? What's up, Kenny? How you doing, brother? How are you, brother? Good, man. Thank you, uh... I got I got two that I think are relevant in that in that discussion. Number one, I'd say the Buffalo Bills and the mental health part of it. Mm-hmm. I played uh, college football and we played in Syracuse very late November, and I was a safety and my fellow safety. I saw him get up from a pile and he had a compound fracture mm. with his bone sticking out of his skin. And you played at Rutgers, and right, Bobby? I- I played at Temple. Oh, Temple. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. Yep. And uh, we were up. It was before the Carrier Dome was built. So it was old Archbold Stadium up in Syracuse, New York. And it was probably about 20 degrees in the middle of November. And he gets up from a pile and his ankle was dangling. Yes. It wasn't like it was inverted. The, the, the bone had come through the skin. I saw the bone. I saw the wound. And I saw his ankle just dangling. Um, so it I messed mean, you up? He looked down and saw it. When he looked down and saw it, he passed out, literally. I'm sure. I'm sure. What did you do? What so was your me- reaction to it? I was. I got, I got almost sick, and I had to walk away. I couldn't look at it any longer. And, you know, the thought to continue playing when you just saw something like that, it was not easy. So I'm just going – I'm leading into the fact that you see somebody die on the field. It's got to be – it had to have been very difficult for them to get out there and be competitive. I just – I don't know. They shit the bed against the Dolphins. I mean, think about it. They played horribly against the Dolphins. Uh, and then and then the Bengals come in, and they the Bengals are a much better team with a first-string quarterback, not a third-string quarterback, and they just beat the, beat the crap out of them. All right, Bobby, appreciate it. I wish you would have gone with that uh, – gone with uh, with crap earlier in that call. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so as, far as, as far as that is concerned, I see what Bobby's saying. I get it. I, what what happened was traumatic in every sense of the word at midfield in Cincinnati on that fateful Monday night. Okay, I understand it. 
But are we going to keep every single year with this Bills team, which is a a veritable NFL all-star team and a lot of positions with, as Tony Romo likes to say, 57 times a broadcast, an alien quarterback. That was my Tony Romo. Um, How many years are we going to continue to make excuses for the Bills? Like they go to the AFC title game. Oh, they're so close. They're so close. Josh Allen, one more year of maturation and they're going to be there. Then they lose in the divisional round and it's, oh, well, Josh Allen didn't get the ball in overtime. And, oh, they had to go to Kansas City. Uh, So maybe they can host the AFC title game. This year, the NFL says, well, the Bills can't host it, but they can play it at a neutral field with no conditions. Oh, okay, great. And then, oh, Damar Hamlin. And they were so affected by that. And they were so injured in the secondary that they they uh, weren't able to win a Super Bowl this year. I just, at some point, the excuses have to stop, much like the Cowboys, like you were saying, Dr. Goldhaber, and the execution has to be there. It's, uh, But also, can, can, we can't count out how much luck and health play into winning Super Bowls. The Chiefs had the Buccaneers and had none of their offensive line and got mollywopped in that Super Bowl. The Rams, who put it all in last year, had mostly everybody healthy, except for OBJ, who fell out in the middle of the Super Bowl and won it big. This year, the Bills were definitely without Micah Hyde, first-team all-pro type safety, Von Miller, the only real edge threat they had to and get they, pressure on quarterbacks. They had to play in that that sun, play under the sun in Miami. <laughs> I mean, that was them, totally unfair, too. I'm You're not right. giving them excuses, but they were without two all-pro guys on defense going up against one of the better offensive attacks in the league. And also, let's just say this. Let's say it how it is. The Bengals had a better football team than them even coming into this game. Yeah, People were saying the Bills would win because we were like, oh, the emotional, they're at home. You know, DeMar Hamlin will yeah, be the there. They'll yeah. be riled up. Yeah. We thought the Bills would win not because they had the better team. Josh Allen led the league in turnovers and had been turning it over all the way up until that game. They limped their way through beating the Dolphins, almost lost to Skylar Thompson. And even in the Patriots game last week of the regular season, they needed two Naeem Hines kick return touchdown. The offense was stagnant the first half. Yeah. That team hasn't looked good the past eight, nine weeks, but they keep winning because they have so much talent. But when you go into a playoff game against the Bengals, who are like mostly healthy, the offensive line was bad. Yes, it was banged up. Like, there are not excuses, but reasons why they lost that game. They shouldn't have lost it like that, 27-10, but well, they you know weren't the better the, team. You know what the Bills didn't have this year that yeah. they had last year? Brian Dayball. Ooh. Brian Dayball, that's a good... I'm just saying. Ooh, Giants fans. I wonder, Bills fans... And I think, but I think it's a real thing. I, I agree. And uh, what you bring up, Dr. Goldhaber, I think Bills fans... Would agree with, and we are very pro Ken Dorsey down here. Oh, yeah, in these parts. Dorsey's a great name, no, I, and I, I love you, Ken Dorsey too. Yeah, but Brian Dable not having him, there was an element to this Bills offense that was just missing. And I have been pontificating about Brian Dable for about the last month. I, I, I have, I absolutely love the way that guy calls a game. I mean, I just do. He ran a high school offense. For three straight weeks this year, he had against the Bears, Saquon Barkley taking direct snaps because they didn't have a quarterback. He ran a high school offense to a win. I'll never forget that. I'll never, ever forget that. And speaking of the Bills, too, and I know that Bills fans, they love the identity of being rugged and cold weather and snow and all that stuff. But is there an actual weather condition the Bills can win in consistently? Because they can't do it in the sun. They can't do it in the snow, so should they be a dome team? 
That new stadium they're going to build. All right, Ken, yeah. Ken, should they, should they put brutal. a dome on it? Ken's brutal. He's I might brutal. need to buy stock in the Bills. I hope everybody's feeling like this. I'll buy my stock this season. Yeah, I agree with you. Because I think they're going to be better than what we're – they're still going to win 12, 13 games next year. All I know is I grew up in Chicago, Dr. Goldhaber, okay? <laughs> and all I heard Dopey Bears fans for my entire childhood say, it, like, if the Falcons were coming into Soldier Field or the the Oilers or Texans were coming in, was – Ah, in, in, in like November. Ah, this is going to be Bears weather. It's going to be Bears weather. Ah, it's going to be snowy. It's going to be cold. And then what did the Bears do every single time? They lost because there's no such thing. Both teams are affected. It doesn't matter how, if you practice in it. Both teams are affected by it. Bears weather isn't a thing. Bills weather isn't a thing. It's how you execute with it. Yeah. And everybody's on the same playing field. And the Bills weren't good enough yesterday. It's also, it's also not college. It's not like most of your roster is regionally made no. up of people from That's that area. Right. right. It's like, this is the NFL. You were drafted. Bill's guys have guys from all over, and right. so do the Dolphins. Uh, Scott is in Jupiter. What's up, Scott? Hey, Ken. Hey, uh, Theo, Doctor. Um, hey, just a quick question, guys. I was listening to Keyshawn Johnson mm-hmm. this morning, mm-hmm. and he made the issue with Dak and the coach and people calling for a change and blah, blah, blah. He made it, um, man, I hate to use the word racial, but he, he asked the rhetorical question, why aren't the same as, the same questions being posed to the Bills? I just, I'm curious your guys' thoughts on that. I'm going to hang up and listen, guys. Thanks, Have a Scott. great day. What, what my answer to that would be is, what do you think we've been focusing on for the last 53 minutes and 55 seconds here on this radio well, show? He's, he's not but, asking us. He's asking the, the national Because media. people love the Bills. Yeah. People love the Bills. They love Bills Mafia. They think they're cute. They think they're cuddly. That's why. And it's easy to pile on the Cowboys. That's right. Uh, that's the that's the answer to it. It's as simple as that. I don't think it has anything to do with hating on Dak because he's a black quarterback. The thing no, is, that's crazy. That's no, crazy. no, yeah. Dak is inconsistent. I mean, some people are going to do that, but that's not what everybody is no. doing right now. But also, yeah. when you see Dak Prescott yelling "Go for bleeping two when his <laughs> kicker is struggling with yeah. extra points yeah. against the Buccaneers, maybe he was talking about going for two interceptions the following week. Oh yeah, because <laughs> that's what happened yesterday. Yeah, like. Dak is wildly, frustratingly inconsistent yes. for the money he's making. And we keep trying to push him into this elite conversation. He's not there. He's not there. He's not He's not elite. He's not a top five quarterback. No. Maybe he is what he was drafted as and is like as a guy that can show up in big spots. When, when he went through guy. that whole contractual thing with the Cowboys, where it was like, do they or don't they? I, that's that. I didn't think they should for this exact reason. I think he's yeah. good. Well, And that's where you get back to the Daniel Jones. It's the same thing. I was thing. about to say, yeah. Now, the number... Yes, it can be. They should have kept him because he was a really good quarterback. But you're right. The number, if they don't want, like, if the Giants paid Daniel Jones with the Cowboys just paid Dak Prescott, they're going to be in the same boat. Well, that's and that's why you can't. Do, and you have to hope if you're a Giant but, fan, you got to hope that the front office is smart enough to know there's a number that we just can't go over, and that's it. Right. You know, Forty Nine ers are really good. Let's not let's not take away from the fact that the Forty ers have maybe the best defense in the league. Yeah. They have like guys like Fred Warner who covers like a cornerback, but Kyle is a huge Shanahan linebacker. all day of my life. Kyle, like yeah, so every day of my life. So all day, the Cowboys losing to the Forty ers shouldn't come with all the angst that it does. They were not favored in the game. Exactly. They were on the road. But the nature right. of the worst team. But what makes it great is the nature in which they did it at the end of the yeah, game. It looked fun. like it was just going to be a normal clock runs on yeah. and the game's <laughs> over. But if you want if if you really sort of watch the flow of that game, I think about two thirds of the way through, I, as I sort of sort of tuning in and out to it, I thought the Cowboys were going to win the game. Really? But you know why I thought the Cowboys because it was it was nip and tuck. It was close. Right? And I felt 
and you know, say what you will, the, the Cowboys have a hell of a defense. Oh, my God. Right? Oh my God. And I felt that a guy like Purdy, who's, I mean, he's his own story, right? Sure. I thought, boy, they're going to they're gonna lose the Niners because Purdy hasn't seen a defense like this. Yeah. And, you know, I, I thought he was like a little out, out of sorts. He was. He was, he was if twitchy. If you really watch him, it was yes. like, wow, this is not like anything I'm used to because right. they were all over his Rear end. Yep. Yeah. Right. And I know so, we don't like to talk about almost interceptions on this show, but he had like two or three of them. Right. 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 So I'm just saying is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and what I would tell Cowboys fans, and again, I don't want to over, uh, I don't want to overshadow the fact that it was hysterical the way the Cowboys <laughs> threw up at the end of the game yeah. again. Okay, that's worthy of a lot of conversation. That said, yesterday showed. I I think right now, like the Eagles fans are flying high, and obviously Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni, they're the number one seed. But I think. We're entering a spot, and correct me if I'm wrong, the majority thinks that the 49ers might be the team that goes to the Super Bowl out of the NFC because they have the weapons. They have Kyle Shanahan is coaching his, his backside well, off. It's a great, ma- yeah, it's a great it's really matchup. Match, and that defense is absolutely sick. So what I would say is that the gap between the team that a lot of people think are going to go into Philadelphia and win this Sunday in the NFC title game and the Cowboys, yesterday showed it's actually not that expansive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Cowboys Agreed. are kind of close, but they make so many self-inflicted errors that it never seems like they're going to get over that hump. And that's been years now, years and years and years. Dr. Goldhaber, do you believe it has already been in a full hour? No, this was great. Yeah. I loved it. So we're going to do this once a month. Dr. Goldhaber is going to be what? In here. Once a month? Once a I month. thought I'm, I'm full-time <laughs> now. Yeah. I was going to say. He's earned it. Yeah. <laughs> every Monday, it's going to be me, Theo no, Stone, is, and Dr. This Goldhaber. This is super cool. I love being here. Uh, and I want to reiterate, uh, Dr. Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. I can't say it enough, and I come from a family of snorers okay and my dad has spent uh damn near 20 years at this point trying to correct snoring issues and he's done the mask and he's done the entire thing you don't have to live like that okay you just don't dr goldhaber can absolutely help you there are solutions to this don't just think that oh that's the way my body is made up it's the way that i was born oh oh, broke my nose when i was little and that's just how it is no dr goldhaber has shown over decades he can fix these things nose ear throat anything that's ailing you from that standpoint i know a lot of people they get a ton of sinus infections they're like oh that's just me bad immune system no it's Probably not your immune system, actually, and it's probably something to do structurally with your nose. There's lots of cool things out there now that we can talk about, um, uh, processes and and devices and really some cool stuff. So come on in and talk to me about it. And those of you who have seen me through the, from listening at the sh- to the show and then coming to see me, you know, you come in, we'll talk some sports. Yeah, I was going to say, Dr. I, I mean, that's always, that's always part of the bargain. I you like know? it. <laughs> He'll always do his own off the air show for you. No, that's, right that's, that's actually the truth. <laughs> I it really like is. It. I, I love like it. it. Yeah. I absolutely love that. So again, I like to, I, I like to talk about people and businesses that can help you on this show. That's who I like to align myself with. I mean, the apex of that is Dr. Goldhaber, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com. Get signed up for your appointment and consultation. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. All right. Dr. Goldhaber, appreciate you. Uh, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. We're going to play our new game, Dacker Dump, when we come back on ESPN 106.3.